you special soul, welcome to the show. What's a podcast without a story behind it? My name is Brooke Nolly and this has been a long time coming. I've lived a lot of life in the 29 years on this planet as I record this and I want to share those 29 years of my life with you throughout this podcast, not just this episode. Now, where to begin? I think the biggest thing you're probably after is the transformation. How I got from where I was to where I am now. And I need to kind of start at the beginning of my spiritual journey. Now, for so many of us that spread our wings and head out on this path, we're searching. Something doesn't feel right. Our connection to love doesn't feel quite right, we don't feel peaceful, and we don't trust. Hence the podcast being called Peace, Love, Trust. The three principles for a brilliant and grounded and fulfilling life. I spent the longest time seeking and searching and being someone that I wasn't. And I think the hardest thing for me was the whole fitting a square peg in a round hole situation. I never really liked partying, but I did it anyway. I never really wanted to do drugs, but I did them anyway. I never really wanted to get blind drunk, but you know when you tip over that threshold and then you just keep going? That's what I found myself in during the week, on the weekends, and I started drinking from the age of 15, 16. What I know to be true about my journey is that everything has been in extremes up until this point. And I think one of my favorite words or ways of being is truly balance. Is truly finding that middle point of a seesaw rather than flip-flopping between the two sides. I grew up feeling very responsible for my parents and their emotional well-being and their state of being. I grew up in a very chaotic environment where being myself was never an option. I grew up with very little, if not no, emotional support. And that turned me into a survivor. And I imagine if you're listening to this, you can relate. You've survived your entire life. And I want to just extend my deepest gratitude for you for being here listening to this. And I also just want to acknowledge that you are loved. You are safe. You are worthy. You are exactly where you're meant to be. And last but not least, what is meant for you will not miss you. What is meant for you will not miss you. I used to strong arm life and hang on really tight with a scarcity mindset because I thought that if I didn't push through and survive and hustle and work really hard, then I wouldn't get what I wanted. The ironic part was I was so muddled and cluttered from a lot of the people in my life, the emotional responsibility, the conflict and the constant pursuit of achievements that I didn't actually really know what I was moving toward. All I knew was that I wanted to be wealthy, I wanted success, I wanted money because I think I thought that on the other side of that would be peace. I grew up in a home where money was always a problem it was always an anxiety-inducing situation to be experienced. 
And I must have unconsciously vowed to myself that I wouldn't live like that. But what I did is I turned myself into a pretzel, trying to be someone that didn't need to worry about money, when really it was more about self-acceptance, finding peace, love and trust within myself, so I wasn't in pursuit of anything external. Growing up, I constantly felt like I wanted to learn. I was so interested in reading and creating art and painting and learning and I wanted to always be the best and this strive for perfectionism had me feel less than my entire life and when we operate from a place of insecurity nothing great tends to grow there because the needle keeps moving and the goalpost keeps shifting and you really never feel enough. Come November 2017, after having worked at Revolut, Pinterest, Dropbox, these software companies that were really highly regarded by society, were truly sucking my soul. And it wasn't the companies that were sucking my soul. It was more the fact that I kept putting myself in situations that were the opposite of peaceful, loving. There was no way I was able to trust myself because I always felt like I was never enough, I was falling short, and I wasn't doing enough. When you work for somebody else, you're always up for scrutiny. Your work is always up for scrutiny, your commitment is up for scrutiny, your creativity is up for scrutiny, and that does not do anything good for your self-esteem. And Pia Melody is a brilliant author from the Stone Ages, the 70s. She wrote a book on facing codependency. And I was codependent my entire life. As you know, I felt like I was responsible for my parents and making sure that their relationship was okay and that they were feeling okay. And I was constantly the peacemaker or the person that both of them would lean on for support. And from that place, I developed this thing called other esteem. And Pia Melody goes into this in detail in her book, Facing Codependence. Other esteem is when you are constantly seeking external validation or the opinion and approval of others for your self-worth. Whereas self-esteem, as we know, is an inside job. I didn't have self-esteem. I was always seeking other esteem, therefore never feeling enough, never feeling confident, never really feeling powerful and always feeling the need to achieve more, be more, show up more, have more, pursue more and the more just kept moving and I kept exhausting myself. In late 2017 I quit my job at Revolut. I had a massive breakdown. I was in a relationship, situationship with a married man who was way too old for me. And there were so many attributes in him that I really admired, but they were actually attributes I had inside of me. They were just untapped. And those attributes were freedom of schedule, power, confidence, the ability to carve a path and stick with the path, having an ability to say no, having the power to choose, all of these things were what I desired and I thought I was so in love with this person 
when really what I was looking for and hunting for and searching for was myself. And I was so disconnected from who I was, what I stood for, what my values were, that having that affair with this guy who was in a relationship, whilst having quit my job, whilst coming off the back end of drinking copious amounts and having done a bunch of drugs over the years, I truly needed a hard reset. And as you can imagine, having avoided these things for so long, the reset was like a tornado, a hurricane and Niagara Falls coming down on me all at once. And I didn't really know what to do with that. But I was committed to a sober path. I was committed to not drinking to escape. I was committed to sitting with the stuff and getting help and having therapy and getting coaching despite not having enough money for it, despite having no support, despite feeling isolated. I knew that I needed help and I knew that I couldn't carry on like this. What I didn't know at the time was that it would be the greatest and most monumental lesson of my life to have had that situationship with that man. Because now, I'm recording this on the 11th of April 2022, I've never felt stronger, more in my power, more free, more loved, more peaceful, more trusting in life's evolution, because I chose myself. For the first time, in my life, in my 29 years of life, I chose me instead of the other esteem, what people thought of me, how popular I could be, whether people would accept me, how funny I could be, whether I was the smartest one, whether I could achieve something. I'd spent my whole life playing golf, hitting copious amounts of golf balls in order to perfect my swing and compete in tournaments I spent so much of my youth swimming and trying to achieve in school and just always falling short of what my expectation was of myself and I put these hard and fast expectations on me not because there was anything wrong with me but because I'd experienced abuse I'd experienced so much emotional manipulative sexual abuse in my childhood and in my teenage years and in my early 20s that I felt used and abused and truly unworthy and that manifested itself in my overachieving way of being. It's been a real unconditioning through a lot of support and a lot of coaching from professionals, a lot of therapy, a lot of changing and rewiring my way of thinking living in the world and being. When you're so used to moving at pace, it can feel very confronting and very traumatizing to slow down, to take an inventory check of your life and go, hey, this isn't working. This person, their behavior has been so unacceptable for so long. What am I doing here still taking this on energetically? So really, what I'm saying here is my life has done a full 180 since I had my deep spiritual awakening in November of 2017. We're now in April of 2022 and it's been a journey and during that time I was riddled with guilt because I had been with this guy who was in a long-term relationship. He was so much older than me, he was my friend's dad, 
don't ask me how I got myself into that horrendous situation. And I kept that secret for a long time. And that guilt ate away at me. Whilst I didn't have money, I was in debt and I was building my coaching business. And this happened throughout 2018 and through sort of mid-2019 is when it started to dwindle out and I was able to reclaim some of my power. If you are listening to this and you are in debt or you feel worthless or you're in a situationship relationship that feels manipulative or abusive or just it doesn't feel right but you can't quite pinpoint it this is your sign that you deserve more that you are worthy of so much more that life source universe god whatever that is for you wants you to self-actualize wants you to heal wants you to have more but it's up to you Are you going to constantly be in the pursuit of other esteem or are you going to say to yourself and claim your stake, I am worth more than this. I am in pursuit of greatness. I am here to heal the planet. For me, through my programs, especially my signature course, Purposefully Clear, we are obsessed with women claiming their stake. We are obsessed with women stating to the world, enough is enough. I want sovereignty over my body, my finances, my relationships, my time, and I am going to stop at no avail until I get what it is that I deserve. We are in absolute pursuit of women experiencing a purposefully clear life. The reason I called the course purposefully clear is because this does not fall into our lap. We have to do the tasks and the assignments and adopt the tools, rituals and methodologies purposefully. And if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits yet by James Clear, I highly recommend It does not require you to take massive leaps and bounds where you are moving mountains in an instant. It requires small incremental baby steps consistently over a period of time for you to radically change your life. Now what are you going to choose? There are two kinds of people in the world. Those that move toward pleasure and those that are motivated by moving away from pain. I am the latter. My corporate life, my situationship with the guy in a relationship who was my friend's dad, all the copious amounts of money I was spending, all the gluttony and the nights out and the dinners and the vacations and the getaways were unbearable for me. The shallow friendships I had The shallow life I was living had a real lack of depth and it was painful for me to keep living in that state of existence. So I was motivated by the fact that that was so painful I was going to make my coaching business work. I didn't even know what a coach was. I'd never heard of a coach. All I knew at the time, which scared the hell out of me, was that this was an assignment from source. And I wasn't religious and I had never experienced God before. 
And before I knew it, all of it came flooding in and I was having aggressive nightmares, very bad dreams. I had insomnia. I went through massive bouts of depression because source God was communicating with me that my path was going to be very different to this and you either buckle up because we're heading off or you can stay in this way of being but you are going to be miserable and it's not going to end well. At this point in time I still thought I was in love with this guy and I thought he was the one and that he was my twin flame and he was my soulmate and I'd never meet anybody that was as successful as him or I'd never meet anyone that was as understanding of me than he was. Little did I know that he was gaslighting me and grooming me and all these things that I was very unaware of because I'd spent my entire life either being manipulated or in emotionally abusive situations. And if this is you, I totally feel you. I totally understand you. What happened to you was not your fault. But now going forward, your healing and your new way of life and what you want to create is 100% your responsibility. And I want to let you know that you can go and get after it despite how hard it feels, despite how poor you may feel, despite how petrified you are of going into debt or never getting out of debt. It always works out in the end if you stick to loving yourself, if you stick to trusting yourself and if you opt for the path that is going to ultimately bring you peace.